Good evening, good morning, good afternoon, and welcome to the latest episode of Biblo Stapes and Discussion. Today, I've got the great pleasure of being joined by Brighton photographer Finn Hobson. Good evening, Finn. Hello. How are you? Oh, good. Yes, thank you for inviting me on. It's very kind of you to have me here. Absolute pleasure. I've been waiting. I won't lie. I have been waiting a wee while for you to publish a book of all your your beautiful uh, fields. Um, I also was hoping that you'd publish a book about some of your sub submersive water uh, escapades as well, but maybe that'll come further down the line. But no, it's an absolute pleasure to have you here to talk about your latest book, which is Fieldwork, which I've got right beside me, a lovely big coffee table book of some beautiful photographs from the South Downs. But before we get into talking about your work, it would be great if you could give everyone, everyone a brief introduction to your photographic journey and background. Yeah, of course. I think it's funny. I think when you, when you try and sum this all up quickly, it, it makes really good sense backwards with hindsight. You know, I can sort of see a journey that ended up here really easily looking looking back. Yeah, uh, this is, you know, I can describe this, but it's chaotic and it's, it's fits and starts. And I don't quite know how I got here. Well, I didn't know what I was doing when I ended up where I've ended up. But um, yeah, so I grew up in Brighton, uh, which is which is completely surrounded by the South Downs. Um, and uh, as a kid, I, I I spent an awful lot of time out there. So that's that's kind of my my personal you know background has always been you know right on the edge of Brighton, spending a lot of time cycling, walking, being outside. Um, and actually, like I say, looking looking back, I think I've always had a kind of interest in the visual side of that. Uh, you know, as a teenager, it was probably it was it was taking pictures of my friends on their bikes. It was you know how far can we do wheelies and could we do a video of that kind of thing? I I, I enjoyed all sorts of things. I did some I studied a little bit at, at sixth form college I did a kind of media course that involved a you know, bit of um video work uh that was that I found very exciting I suddenly had access to these these tools where you could record and and edit and create these kind of little movies for yourself of, of mostly you know me and me and my friends but with that background of the South Downs all the time we would go out yeah. of town to do this stuff um and then I I, I kind of I, somehow didn't quite allow myself to think that I could do anything visual for a living it didn't seem you know possible I didn't know how you would go about that um and, and stumbled my way into a psychology degree which I've I don't feel I've ever really used to its full potential and, and didn't particularly enjoy actually I, I enjoyed the thought of it I, I, I liked the very beginning of it and then I, I rapidly lost interest um and, and, and kind of came out of the back of university again not really knowing what to do and stumbled into a job uh, via a friend who had much better uh, and clearer ambitions than me um, and had ended up working at Children's BBC and got me a job as a runner, uh, you know, making tea, running around. Yeah. Um, I found myself in this this world full of people who had decades of experience of everything visual, very artificial, very different to where I've ended up. It was all about studios and lighting yeah. and, uh, and and all sorts of video cameras, obviously. I'm, you know, it's not, not where I've ended up, but it was, it was a real privilege to to end up in a in a career you know, career <laughs> making tea for a little for a job um but uh to be surrounded by all these people and if you ask questions they'd love to tell you about how they how they did what they did you know you could you look at something on a monitor and you think wow that looks really different to how it looks just over there so how have you how have you framed this how have you why have you chosen to not include that or how why does that look different why is the color of the yeah. light different on the screen to the so it was all these little bits of knowledge that I had I had no idea about before but I was I happened to ask some questions of the right people and spent several years kind of working in that world, picking up these bits of information. And it was around the time that I think digital digital sales cameras were certainly becoming a lot more popular. Um, the the TV work we were doing was predominantly shot on digital. So um, there was quite a lot of excitement about the technology of it and all that sort of stuff too. So it was, it was a good time to be surrounded by people who were quite excited about all these new developments. I remember meeting a few directors who were obviously a lot better paid than me and had these fancy new digital stills cameras and were really into photography as well as into, you know, directing or writing or whatever they were into. So um, it was a good environment to be in and it, and it led me down a, a path of sort of beginning to, I, I got myself a camera and started kind of taking pictures of things that interested me. Um, and a lot of this work was in London and I, I did move to London for a few years and, and felt, I think I moved up there, thought I'd be up there for a couple of years and it ended up taking me nearly seven years to get back to Brighton. <laughs> Um, nothing against London particularly it's just I like the idea of visiting it and leaving again rather than yeah. being sort of trapped in this zone three kind of thing <laughs> where it took me took me two hours to get to a hill or it took me two hours to get to the middle um, so it was, it was lovely it was fun but it was it wasn't where I wanted to end up um, and photographically it wasn't it, trying to kind of develop an interest in photography alongside this work it, it wasn't the right environment for me I didn't feel at home on the street yeah. you know I wasn't about people really I, uh, yep. you know um and I, and I didn't have that kind of interest so I, I I would in between jobs often as I became 
uh, you know, self-employed and, and did long, yeah, you know, do contract work and then have breaks yep. often during the break. So I'd find myself back home uh, and and drifting out bike again, going out on a bike, taking a camera and exploring places that I'd been to loads and loads and loads of times as a kid, but going back with a different eye and looking at it differently and and, and trying to kind of capture something of the essence of it without necessarily going for these these big views it's not a place of sort of epic epic landscapes and mountains and waterfalls it's much more gentle than that um but because of that you really get to experience all of it all the time you can be there whenever you like so so i spent i mean it's it you know like i say it makes sense backwards i can see i've had an interest in it all along being outside photographing the outside and and doing the work i've ended up doing makes perfect sense looking back but it's all been a very sort of stop start process to get me to where i've got to um and then photographically i mean that the, the, the big jump i suppose then was um eight and a half years ago uh i i heard about an opportunity for some new tiny little arches on the beach in brighton being redeveloped uh, cool. for small businesses creative businesses yep uh and was asked well <laughs> i read about it and thought you know i could i could probably yeah i could probably do that um and then had to write a business plan and it, it was like a terrible episode of the apprentice make up some numbers you know send it to the right people um, and they they kept saying yes and i kept saying yes and then they gave me the keys and i i went i think it was about i can't remember six eight weeks something like that from kind of going well that sounds fun i'll give that a bash <laughs> to them handing me some keys and saying here's a shop um and at that point my friends like to point out that i stopped being a photographer and became a shopkeeper um so um so yeah, i've ended up running this uh running this little gallery on the beach which is a lovely it's, it's a very fortunate thing to do but it's again it feels it feels like it makes sense backwards but it's it's just sort of saying yes to the right things and and taking the opportunities where they come and, and yeah it's um i think lots of people know it's a hard it is a hard business making making a living from selling your photography or, or selling your photography services or selling anything to do with photography and um, yeah. but it's 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 held on for the last eight and a half years and that's where i am based now and that's where i make make the prints and swim in the sea and uh and talk to lots of people it's 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 kind of fun um it's you know it's been challenging the last few years of course I but it has imagine. been for everyone so i'm I feel quite fortunate to still be be where i am yeah quite a fascinating journey and I, as you see in hindsight it all makes perfect sense when you look backwards but at the time, you I suppose you never know what's going to be in front of you, and and it is about taking the opportunities. If you hadn't, if you hadn't taken that opportunity eight years ago to take one of the wee shops in the waterfront, would you be where you are now? Would you have been out photographing the Downs in the in the North Sea or English Channel, photographing your your escapades there, and and how how everything takes such different turns? And um, but as you say, we all end up where we are for a particular reason. Um, and uh, yeah, it's well. It's it's all I can say is your your book your book is wonderful. I was delighted when you uh, when you announced that you were going to do a a, a new big version of Fieldworks because you did you did an original one one of the wee landscape editions with Kozu books. I think it was yes, which again with, was, with, with Craig. Yeah. yeah, yeah, which was similar. I think it's the same name, Fieldwork. So actually, but it's lovely. It was. I know. I've 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 complicated it there. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. It was. It was. That was the idea. Was there all along? I mean, that body of work. I think I started thinking of it as being called field work a long time ago. And yeah, uh, I can't remember. It was two thousand and fifteen or sixteen. Greg Greg suggested doing one as little landscape edition, and it's another one of those things. It felt. It, it, you know, if someone comes to you and says, "I'd I'd really like to publish some of your work," of course, you know, that's yeah. a lovely idea. Let's do that. Yeah. It was. It was really good to have that as a as a project to try and start pulling it all together. Um, this yeah. book, I think there's only, there's only about two pictures, I think, which were in that first one. Um, so it's moved on as a body of work, but it's, it was a really, really good stepping stone to thinking about this as a, as a body of work that went slightly beyond what I have the capacity to put together in the gallery. The gallery is quite a small space, so I can only ever have some pictures up at a time. I can't do huge bodies of work on the wall. Um, yeah. So I, I pick and choose and I there are certain pictures that are obviously slightly more, say, you know, commercial or, or standalone as kind of slightly more individual images than others. Absolutely. But I've been building this body of work for 12 years now and it felt like it needed it needed an outlet. I needed to do something with all this work that's that's been kind of, yeah, building and building and building and, and the themes that run through it all are always there in the back of my mind. And I can I can when I put one on the wall, I can see the rest in my head. But it's been lovely to to um to finally have a reason to sort of put them all together and, and edit that down into something a bit more cohesive. Well, that's, I can only imagine there must have been probably literally hundreds of photographs that you could have chosen to 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 put in the book. So how, how did the idea, and I suppose, come for doing this? Obviously, I suppose it's to, to be able to share a larger body of work, but what, what were kind of the themes and the ideas that were running through your head when, when you kind of started visualising the book itself? 
I think it was it was something about the it's that idea of going to the same places, spending an awful lot of time getting to know somewhere and revisiting and revisiting and passing by these same places and and really tuning into the kind of nuance of a place. So really getting into the kind of groove of how it runs you know, each you know, each yeah. season by season, year by year. Um, and and not not trying to say, you know, here is my, this is a national park, which is a lovely boundary to have, but I didn't want to sort of, I don't, I still don't want to photograph it in terms of it's, this is this hill, this is this famous spot. Um, this is yeah. this famous view. There are bits in the book that people will recognize lots if you know the area um but it wasn't about creating kind of heroic epic vistas it was much more about saying there's a feeling of this place and it and it's it really speaks to me and always has done and and that's outside of photography i i, I get something from it if i'm cycling there if i walk there i walk there with my kids now um and you really get to know a place you know if you just keep going you get to know literally what it feels like under your boots you get to know what it feels like in your hands you know you get to know the smells of it and I wanted to try and convey something of that. And it and, and it can be as simple as a few lines in a field, or it can be a particular shape that just you just keep seeing over and over again. Um, I found in the gallery when I speak to people about the down, sometimes they do this little gesture with their hands yeah. when they talk. I do it too. This little kind of rolling hill. It's a gentle little <laughs> strokey kind of feel to the place. And it's it, it it's that, it's that sense that when you when you meet other people perhaps that know a place. And you talk about it. You don't necessarily say, "Oh, you know that famous view." You, you talk more about the the feeling of it and what it makes you feel to be there. So I, that's that's where the work comes from, really. It's that it's that sense that this is whether I like it or not. This is where I live and this is where I've grown up yeah. um, and spent almost all of my life so far. And uh, and it's it's sort of, so it's reflecting that that experience back again and 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 saying, you know, this is this is how I see it. Um, but it's also just trying to convey something of the feel of a place over time and the subtle nuances and the things that change, looking at the same places over and over and always seeing something different. And really that sense of um, paying attention to what catches your eye, you're noticing what you're noticing, really kind of trying to tune in on, on you know, actually I, I look at this view here and I, I'm not looking at that, the, the whole thing. I'm looking at that little corner of that field and the way that intersects there. And yeah. I remember a couple of years ago that was yellow in that corner, and now it's now it's kind of blank, chalky field. Or it's you know, and it's those colors, that color palette too. It's trying to kind of show <clears throat> there's more to it than just this kind of very bucolic English countryside. It's, it is rolling hills, and it is very green, and it's very kind of as you might imagine this corner of the world to be. But it's also got a bit more to it than that. There's a lot more subtlety. So it's, yeah. it was just trying to, to it's 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 that, but it's also it's just it's it's um you know it's it's a huge portion of my kind of life now. It's just spent out there, and I wanted to yeah. try and uh, show other people what that feels like, really, and and maybe open their eyes a little bit to the to the the kind of possibilities of just really getting to know a place um and, and enjoying that sense of you know what's on your doorstep. Absolutely, and and as you say, it's when you talk about as you, when you talk about the hand gesture of just you know, the lovely rolling hills, because that that's what that's what I think of it. And when I know when I know you're posting photographs from from the downs and things like that, I just look for there's just such a lovely gentleness to it. And, and as you say, it's not necessarily about the big vistas; it's about just how different how different hills, different fields all inter intersect with each other and interact with each other. The fence lines and and the walls, and those are the those are the lovely details. But you you, you also see you know, the tones. The tones are beautiful, and and I really sorry. And I, I really like. Oh, I lost. Sorry, I lost oh, you there for a moment. <laughs> no, sorry, don't worry. Yeah, I was just saying it's 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 lovely just the intersection of all the fields and all the fences, but also the tones as well because they are they, they are so the the color palette through your book is is wonderful and um, a a real a real achievement in terms of getting the variety the variety of tones and colors because they are beautifully soft as and just some soft pastel colors as they just work through the seasons as well. So it, how how did you kind of approach the sequencing of it were you kind of aiming to do it in, by season or how did you tackle that that was fun that was uh that was that was covid uh yeah <laughs> um actually I, it was yeah it's gone through a lot of versions um i had a version of this i mean this originally was 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 supposed to to happen in uh, early 2020 uh because that would coincide i thought it'd be nice to coincide the release of the book with the 10-year anniversary of the national park being formed um so i've i had a version of this that was that was running in yeah you know, I, I began late 2018 29 early 2019 um and actually it began as a series of 
of more abstract pictures in a way. Some of them have ended up in the book, but I began instead of going for the, again, for the ones that I was sort of more familiar with from the gallery, I went back to some of the very simple lines and shapes, um, you know, a, a little green line in a, in a very empty yeah. field, little yellow line through a green field. And I started building it from there and almost putting them as um, little, very small little prints, very kind of, you know, smaller than postcard size yeah. blocks of color and just putting them together and just cool. printing them out and sort of laying them on the desk and then leaving them for a while and coming back, looking again, moving them around a bit and sort of thinking like, well, with that sense of, I know there's more than just this green. <laughs> this yeah. isn't just, this isn't just going to be hills and, you know, in greenery in springtime and summer, this is, there's more to it than this. And actually we're looking through then collections of photos from different times of the year and realizing I had these kind of slightly broader palettes of color you know there's sort of lots of quite green ones there's lots of white ones from the few snowy winters we've had there's uh there's the kind of bare chalky fields there's uh there's misty days when the colors are kind of reflected of the you know reflecting the sky a little more yeah. and so it was just it, it it came from the beginning of the sequence was was very very simple knowing I would build in a bit more of the detailed shots but I wanted to kind of get the sense of if there's is there a flow of color Yes. through this that would work and hold together and is there a transition is there a nice way of transitioning from from one kind of season to another without going very hard you know this is yes. the this is yes. this this is this season and having to almost subtitle that and I knew I didn't want lots of words describing these pictures particularly um and I had a version of it that I quite liked at the end of 2019 into 2020 and was talking um this is Greg again at Wells Printing who's actually printed it's not under the Kozu banner, but this is yeah. the same yes. um, you know, same person in the background that I've been chatting to. And I, and I was at the point of kind of, you know, we had a quote, it was ready. I was about to press the button in about February 2020. And then COVID came along and I had to hold on to the money to keep the gallery alive um, through the various lockdowns. But that gave me what's turned out to be a fantastic opportunity to go back and break the entire thing apart again <laughs> and, uh, and, and rebuild it from scratch. And actually, although... Probably what I've ended up with is not dissimilar to what I imagined I might get to. It's 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 a much stronger book for having been through that very 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 long two years, where yeah. I would sit for hours, re, you know, moving the one piece. It's like one of those puzzles with one piece missing. You know, just going. Well, if I move that to this page, then I'll just you know. But what came out of that, I think, was um, uh, what hopefully I get you get from the book is that there, there are these. They're not all paired images, you know, left and right page, but there's quite a lot of those images. I realised that had some real sense of visual flow. Yeah. left to right you know there's a there's echoed shapes echoed patterns yeah some of those are taken in the same place at the same time but more often than not they're taken quite far apart on the downs they're different seasons different years or different seasons but different years uh and different places entirely um and i wanted to kind of build something around that that idea that there's this because there's these continued shapes and colors that run across the entire you know my entire kind of end of the national park that i could start putting these pictures together in a way that flowed visually across the page and then the colors would flow through the book um and it's broadly seasonal but it's not specifically seasonal it probably feels more seasonal than it is if i were to go through and tell you the dates you know fair few of those images will be out of you know sort of yeah. seasonal sequence they're not in you know chronologicals or they're not in a kind of particular geographical order but they're in an order that i felt had the best sense of flow um and that then reflects that's that reflects what I think about the place. The place is all about those shapes and the way your eye just rolls along the skyline or rolls through a field. And I hope that comes across in the end. But that was something that really came together during the lockdowns and going backwards and forwards and backwards and forwards and going over and over to umpteenth versions of things. Um and making lots and lots of prints. I'm lucky that I've got the printer at the gallery and I had quite a lot of time on my hands so I could make all these little postcard. Yeah. Versions of the book, huge wadges of little postcard prints and and, and chuck them on the floor and pin them on the wall and, and sit and look and think um and then and then been half of it you know this was this was twice the size until a few months before it went to print and I had to go through and and, and slice out and hopefully hone down and just keep that you know not not go too abstract and not go too repetitive um so it's a funny one because the book is about repetition but I didn't want it to be I want it to have more to it than uh you know this is the same place over and over again it's not that but it's um no, I, I, yeah, I, 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 rep, repetitive without being repetitive. What you've described, I think you've achieved wonderfully, particularly with, as you say, the patterns, the flow of the land, the nice curvature nature of either the hillside or just the fence lines that are going up. And there, there's just a beautiful flow through the book, one from the, the subject matter, but two tonally as well. And, I, and as you say, there's no clear divide between this is spring, this is autumn, summer, winter, etc. But there's just a love a lovely change. You feel there's the change in season without it being 
right? We've now moved from spring into summer and and so on and so forth, and mm-hmm. and even even just the the I, I really I really like the the set where you've got like kind of the darker fields as as they've all been ploughed, but you've got the beautiful tractor lines that that run up that are like parallel to the unploughed field and the ploughed field, and and again they're just they're just lovely detail shots that kind of just tell you a bit and give you a bit of context about about the land that uh, that you're photographing yeah i think i mean it's it's important to try and get that in as well because it's it is a very very man-made landscape in lots of ways you can i think there's there's the element there's the much deeper time element that this used to be a seabed and you can tell this is laid down by water and it has that sort of flow to it but then in it's it's completely unavoidable. I can't I can't pretend I'm the first person to go there and, and discover some new wilderness. Like I, I don't I don't um, have any kind of right to sort of say this is my my space. This is completely a, you know everyone else's and everyone's in it all the time. And um, particularly the farmers doing all of this this work. And I like I, I I'm a big fan of those ones where the lines yeah. cross over and you know the, the the one year's farming crosses over with last year's. Um, that's a that's a nice sense of sort of time passing and these things changing over time. Um, but it would be, it would be a kind of a false impression of the place to just photograph bits that aren't heavily farmed um, and and used over and over and over again for whatever they're using. I'm trying at the moment to to meet some of the farmers and get to know them a bit and work out what they're actually doing because my knowledge of that's quite poor. Yeah. Um, and it's it's kind of it'd be nice to to get a bit more depth of knowledge about how they're how they're doing these things. Is it is it good? Is it bad? I don't know. I get into that debate occasionally with people. Um, but it's it, yeah, and, and then similarly with the very small. There are several pictures with just very small little almost stick people in the landscape um yeah. and that that's a reflection of how i tend to come across people um often like lots of people who you know take pictures outside i'm out early mornings evenings i might be standing in a slightly weird place not on the beaten track exactly um and i see these little people just sort of moving through the landscape and doing whatever it is they do dog walkers runners cyclists but often at a distance you know they're often far enough away that we we don't you know they wouldn't necessarily see me there um the entire landscape's kind of organized by other people and laid out and groomed by by these farmers and then every every now and again i just see these little people dashing through as a kind of reminder that this is i'm I'm just here for this bit of time and an awful lot goes on here when i'm not here um and I, i just turn up every now and again and see what's changed yeah, I, I can imagine when you go back to talking about when you mentioned the fact that you're able to print out as wee small postcard size prints, I can imagine for doing something of this this scale, it must have been incredibly helpful. And in fact, I can't imagine how difficult it would have been to try and sequence it if you were trying to do it on a computer, because actually it's the ability to be able to lay all your work out, as you see on the floor and the wall, and just begin to see where patterns emerge and where small mini sequences emerge between different sets of images that that, that work well and, and just and aid the flow. Mm, I think it's that it's seeing it's seeing yeah, seeing the seeing the links and seeing the little repeated shapes, but also then seeing where maybe it you know it's it drifted too far in one direction or there wasn't a clear flow from from one sort of section to the next Uh, and then having to edit that way as well and seeing what happens if you just quickly pull one out you know so if i just lose that one there then how does that then jump to this section and there's an awful lot of sort of you know toing and throwing around that kind of dropping some out putting them back in and i'm sort of surprised in a sense of you know as to what's what, what what ended up in and what ended up out if you see what i mean i've got this whole kind of version from a few months ago that there's plenty of other work that i'm really proud of and i'm really pleased it's not in the book but i'm also surprised it's not in the book because it was in the book for a long time and i felt like yeah. that was a real core little sequence or set of images but actually it's it's a stronger book for those final edits isn't it that you get you know you you, you kill your favorites and um and, and I, it, it is a stronger it's a stronger body of work than I than I had a few months ago. I'm really glad I sort of waited and waited and waited and procrastinated as much as I did. I'm 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 pleased with where it's ended up, but it's um yeah it's a fun process. I think people should do it more. I think it's it's really interesting to 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 go through even if you don't end up with a physical book. Just getting those prints and sitting them down on a table and going, well, here's my work. You know, yeah, does you, it you, does it yeah. work? Yeah, you begin to look very pragmatically at your work, particularly when, as you say, you've got to try and get rid of the, some of your favourite images or some personal favourites that you you're really, really keen to get into into the book. But actually, you at some point you've just got to say, well, no, they they don't they don't add to it much to your much to your displeasure. But it, and and it's strange because you can you can find images that maybe you don't think are wow standalone shots. Actually, when you slot them into a sequence. They, they can bring together 
whole groups of images just beautifully well and then they and they add something to it. So yeah, I, I think it's always something I think it's something that more people should do try and look at your body of work as a as a larger portfolio as opposed to just standalone images mm. because not is it just the subject matter, but it's how you've processed the, all the tones to see to see a nice a nice natural flow as opposed to really bright dark and or or a mix all over the place. Um, mm. I think it's it's very very challenging and it gives you a different way I think of looking at your work as well. I think there's that there's that thing that you hear a lot, isn't there? That you know people say, well, how do I how do I find my 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 voice my my vision you know how do i find my version of things you know it's, it gets said to people a lot when they're perhaps starting out and you kind of like you find your own way of looking at things and it i think it's often that if they've sort of found it but you it's you have to go back and look for it you have to look at your work and go well, what's it? i found it fascinating going back this is about 12 years worth of work which is not you know it's not that big in the grand scheme lots of people have worked for a lot longer than i have but looking back over 12 years of it and seeing i could see that i was doing the same things earlier and and I could see how this has progressed over time. I can see that I had a, I had a particular way of looking at things, but it took me a long time to sort of have the confidence to just go and look for that specifically and yeah. things that way and be pleased that that's what I was seeing. Yeah. Um, it's so now, it's so difficult now to be, you're surrounded by everyone, everyone else all the time, everywhere you look, there's just more and more imagery and it's really hard to kind of have the confidence to say, actually, I don't, I want to do this. And that's different. And it, it not worry if anyone else likes it or everyone else thinks about it, but it's, it's really, that's the process I really enjoyed of going back and looking at it all. And like I say, printing it all out and why I'd say it's a good idea to do it every now and again, is you might realize you've been doing something you didn't realize you were doing for longer than you thought you were doing it. You know, if you, yeah. it works there, it's just, you've just got to start pulling it together. And it's very, very hard to do even with the best of software, like you say, to, to pull it all together into little collections and things in Lightroom is not quite the same as having to just go and, stick it all together and look at it and it or it might be that you, you look at it and you go actually all that stuff that i did a few years ago is not where i am now and that can sort of go in the, you know in the virtual bin for a while you know that's not yeah. that's not where i am but it really helps you but as, as you say it's, it's really interesting because you see you're looking back you're beginning to see that and then it's the confidence because i think there's a lot a lot of it's also the fear of missing out to a certain extent in terms of as you say you're surrounded by so much imagery and everyone's going out and photographing whatever it is, vistas, all sorts of stuff. And actually, it's been able to say to yourself, well, actually, I'm not actually interested in that. And yes, I would get some lovely shots. This is why I want to go and photograph. And therefore, that's what I'm going to go and, and capture for myself because it's what it's what you enjoy doing as opposed yeah, it's to... Just as, it's just as valid, isn't it? That's the thing. It's, yeah. it's realising that what you do is valid. And it's, uh, it, it's fine to do that and to not kind of... Um, not to worry too much if you don't have that other stuff on your doorstep you don't have necessarily it's completely fine to go and find all those other things too but it's there's um it, it's okay to just kind of yeah to just go out and take pictures of things that you know and not worry if they're um the same as other people's or or, or feel a bit odd i think sometimes if you start one half of your brain might be going well i quite like this weird thing idea i've got but i don't really want to maybe i shouldn't waste my time pursuing this odd thing but you should you should pursue the weird things you know those are the those are the original stuff that's the unique things that's if you're doing something no one else is doing or you haven't seen then then god grab it go for it and 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 you don't have to show anyone you know <laughs> it's, uh, yeah yeah it's that's fun. It. Keep, i really keep, it's yeah, um keep keep it to yourself but it's it's that yeah. that it's what's it's what interests your eye and what captures your eye that's what's always interesting and as you say it's interesting to look back through your work over many many years and you begin to actually see something you've maybe shot eight years ago or what 10 years ago actually there's similarities and you can see why you were actually attracted to that all, all that time ago and then it's kind of just as you say progressing and and getting the confidence to to kind of maybe more streamline your approach in terms of what it is yeah, to, bu yeah, to build yeah. up that body of work i think there's a um my my connection or yours <laughs> Don't, there you go I, you're back yeah. sorry <laughs> um it's uh i think there's there's something in it about um it might be that you know someone says to you what are you into what sort of things do you like photographing i get asked that sometimes you know it's, oh you're a photographer okay what, what do you do and I, it's it's quite easy to struggle with that question because you think, well I, i'm not sure what do i what do i like but again if you look if you look at your work it's telling you it's like, i like this this and this apparently i might not have known consciously but it turns out i really like this and i really like taking pictures of that and i really like because that's all the good stuff that you've done and that's the stuff that you yeah. sort of secretly really love um so it's yeah it's a very instructive process i mean having said that i've also I think I'm very lucky in that um, 
the gallery gives me a very sociable side to landscape photography i have a i think doing it on do going out and taking pictures on your own can be quite a solitary process yeah. i know some people like to go out with others and, and do lots of obviously workshop groups and other stuff which is just not something i've ever really done and i quite enjoy the solitude of being out there on my own but as a as a other half of that to have this space where i can put these pictures in front of people and have them walk in just total strangers walk in and give me their absolutely blunt opinions on everything and and you know tell me about stuff they like stuff that they hate tell me it's all fake it's all you know it's really interesting it's really really interesting every comment every good bad weird ill-informed well-informed thing is is really of value and it's really helped me uh start to answer those questions if someone stands in front of you and says what's this or why did you do that you've got to say something and you've got to yeah. say it on the spot so over time i hope i've managed to it's it's made me think a lot about why i'm doing what i'm doing um and it's also helped me learn a lot about what other people see in the pictures and what they might or, or what they find in the hills too. I've, I've heard all sorts of brilliant stories from people about, you know, their their experience of these particular places or that lovely moment where they suddenly notice that, was, oh, oh, that's there. Oh, 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 I know. I've been there. You know, I used to go there as a kid or yeah. whatever. And it's it's great. You get these connections with total strangers around it. And it's a really it's a really lovely experience. And that's a very I know it's unusual and it's unique to have, you know, or not unique, but it's you know, it's unusual to have a, a sort of gallery space to do that in every day. Yeah. But to have done that over the last eight years has been it's been fascinating um, and, and, how, how, and really, how, how... really valuable. And how, how do you find the reaction from photographers and non-photographers to your work in terms of is there different responses is there different feedback? I'm just I'm just interested to see. Yeah. No, I think that's really interesting. I think I think one of the really good realizations is that most of the people who come in and look at the work, and a lot of the people then who will also be looking at your work on on social media and stuff aren't photographers. Yep. They don't really care about the camera, the, the gear, the stuff, the technical oh, side yeah. of it. Not the even the sort of artistic side to a certain extent. Yeah, you know, they there's they it's it's really good to realise that almost all of the time people who come into the gallery aren't aren't looking at it from the same point of view as someone who comes in as another photographer, um, yeah. or or perhaps another landscape photographer, or another landscape photographer locally. That's very different. You know, it's yeah. it's um it's been good to let go of that sense of uh i don't know what that is kind of mv competition all of that sort of stuff you know there's a bit of yeah. it's not really doesn't doesn't really happen that much actually um whereas i think online sometimes in your social media bubble it's quite easy to think everyone's everyone's a bit like you you know and they're all they're all um you know doing the same things or in you know it's a, it's a very bubbly world isn't it social media whereas having having people come in and be strangers and do whatever they do and respond to the work is is great because it's incredibly there's an incredible variety to people's responses. Yeah. Um, broadly positive. Maybe they keep the bad ones to themselves. But um, but I think this what's been interesting with doing a, a book as opposed to the print um is it's been the really nice response of other photographers, actually, people who I probably haven't sold all that many prints to over the years. There's that cliche, and it's probably true that photographers don't tend to buy other photographers' work very often, in yeah. print at least uh but i've done it i've done a book and it's you know and people suddenly go, oh you've done a book oh lovely i'll buy your book and i was like oh okay it's, it's been really surprising lots and lots and lots of the orders that came in uh in that initial sort of flurry were were people from you know all over the uk um who who uh, lots and lots of other photographers lots of people are interested in maybe something similar to me or just landscape in general or just the outdoors or just photography it's been a really it's been a mixed bag but it's been a really positive response yeah. uh from a group of people who perhaps i've written off a little bit as not people who who people are very interested but they won't necessarily buy something yeah. so i've probably been a bit too almost a bit too dismissive of that audience and kind of gone oh you know it's really nice to talk to them about the work it's really nice to talk to other photographers and hear about what they do but i probably don't expect to sell them anything and that's fine because they're a small part of a sort of bigger audience but actually yes. it's been it's been a, a really really positive response and i, and I realize i do it too i think i've got uh, you know yeah if you if you were looking at me on this call a few months ago the entire wall behind me would have been all my photo books um and that's that's largely me trying to support other photographers and i've had a few people come in and say look this is a, this i'll buy this because this feels like i'm supporting this broader body of work and i'm keeping helping you personally kind of keep going in a way that i might not have done if i was you know buying a 30 quid print maybe or 39 pound book seems quite reasonable for 100 and odd pictures so well I've, that, it's been a it, it's been yeah. a good reminder that there's you know, there's there's a really lovely supportive group of people out there who are surprisingly keen to see what I've been up yeah. to, which is very that, nice after yeah, I, yeah, you know, I, I, COVID I, and all that. Yeah, I tend to agree. I think very much so. I would say that probably most photographers don't buy too many prints. I don't buy huge amounts of prints myself, but I buy a lot of books because actually I really enjoy having the the body of work, and it's it's for me. 
I, I maybe don't have the same personal connection to individual shots or individual locations that you've been out to photograph that I would maybe want if I was going to put a big print up on my wall, but actually to be able to sit down with with your book and a nice drink and work my way through the body of work, which I followed for so many years, etc. It's a lovely way to do it. It's sitting down with the book. It's, I can dip in and out and I can see a whole variety of, of work. I don't need to, I don't need to like every picture in anyone's book because it's, it's actually about the whole story and I'll have favorites from it. And, 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 and for me, that's part of the, as part of the enjoyment from book. And I, th I think that's why a lot of photographers, probably do enjoy supporting other photographers who are maybe producing work or people who they followed or people who they know and, and they've seen them pull together work or images, however many, 20, 50, 100 images, whatever it was. And actually you can you can support it, but you can see the you can see the full body of work and actually see as it's meant to be presented. Yes. Yes, I really agree. Yeah. I love I love buying books. I think it's a fantastic way to show your work and it's a fantastic way to absorb someone else's and i love that ability to go back into a book you think you've looked through a few times and you find something new yeah. you know you find a different way of looking at it and, and like you say it's, it's 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 always surprising you think you know someone's work and then you look at a book they've done and there's just so much more to it you know there's there's always new images there's new ways of thinking and you see a lot more about how they think of their own work as opposed to like you say just seeing it on a screen or seeing a print or something you know it's it's a very different it's been yeah it's it's an interesting process all altogether i think yeah when, when, when you're viewing it online on a website or in social media you're scrolling down and it's set up in particular grid format in some social media platforms and be and you don't get the same feel whereas when you're going through the book you stop you pause because you've got control the as the as the author you've got control over the flow of the images and how it's presented and it's people are people are taking it in in the way that that you've you want to interpret and you want to share it and and for me that's that's part that's part of the beauty as well and and obviously i know this one as well a uh, field work to field work the big book whatever you want to call it was it was obviously printed with a uh, with greg as well so how how was that experience working with greg for the second time that was good yes it was it was really positive actually um he's a, he's a very supportive and yeah. enthusiastic chap um which is useful um <laughs> I've I've done uh, via the gallery and and uh, I've done various bits of printing work before we we did a I was part of running this big calendar that runs in Brighton every year for a few years so I've yeah. lucky to have had a bit of experience of seeing stuff on press and understanding a bit more about the process and how to kind of you know build the files and things. Um, Greg talked to me a while ago suggested it might be good to do one under the kind of cozy banner, um, but I I kind of I don't know a bit of a soloist in this sense I, I wanted to do something that was sort of totally my own and learn that process and yeah. make it myself and do the design work handle distribution all of that um was it was good to kind of come at it slightly sideways perhaps of of, of Kozu and know that I was all on me I had to make this I had to make all the design decisions myself and kind of go to him as a as a printer and, and you know a group of people yeah. there um running the press and stuff who were experienced and get them to do what they do really well but hopefully having done a good job myself of something I was really pleased with um in terms of design so uh, I mean in a way I was kind of just bouncing uh, there wasn't a lot of toing and froing with Greg in terms of um you know, how the book was going to look and feel and things it was more about you know paper choices yeah. uh, and and you know cover things and all that kind of stuff but um but the, yeah the, the, we we as as a lot of people have experienced in the last few years we just we hit all sorts of problems with paper shortages um so i would you know choose a choose a paper i was really happy with i spent a lot of time going through all my other books thinking oh this is lovely or oh, maybe one a bit like this come up with something okay, great, but I'm afraid we can't get that for the next six years. Uh, you know, well, this one's just not in the This one's now become so prohibitively expensive, there's no point trying, you know, we yeah. pushed the, there was always a budget in mind, of course. Um, so Greg was very helpful in in, in 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 giving me kind of honest opinions about what, what choices, you know, I, I had realistically um, within the budget. And I think we went through, yeah, several several paper choices um, and, uh, you know, various various little wrinkles like that to overcome, but um, it was a really positive experience. I, I had a, you know, I, I know it's it's not always that that simple putting things together. We had a few problems with the cover at the end that delayed things, but it, yeah. from a sort of it's a technical problem. And to a certain extent, I have to be all zen like at that point. I've done my work. I've I've given them the files. They were fantastic at getting me proofs to look at. I signed them off and I said, right, okay, here you go. Um, and it ended up being delayed. I think it was delayed by about four weeks in the end. Um, but but for 
you know reasons that were explained and it was all yeah. kind of understandable and i just had to kind of sit there quietly and go well it'll it'll be here when it's here i've waited th- three years almost to get this thing together i'm very glad it arrived before christmas in the end and that's that was the big the big worry um having finished a version of it i think the final version signed off in in september sometime and it took a while to come together but um no it was it was good as, as an experience goes um and at the same you know in a personal sense i was we chose the same moment as doing the book to rip apart part of our house um and and do a huge amount of stuff at home so i've had this kind of chaos surrounding the book the whole time so it was nice to have someone like greg that i felt like i had a personal connection with yeah i could speak to him if i needed to i wasn't just speaking to a, a kind of an, an anonymous print works i could yeah. speak to someone directly who understands you know me and has worked with other people like me and, and would give me a kind of honest appraisal of what was going on uh, when i needed it and a bit of reassurance here and there so it was it was it was positive I, everyone's experience is different i know um yeah but yeah it's it's worked and i'm really i'm really pleased with it actually um it was it, the, the slight terror for me was having promised myself i wouldn't do a very long pre-order session you know i wouldn't go oh, i'm going to bring yeah. this book out and it's going to be here in a year so start ordering <laughs> now guys um I, I thought i'd have a, i thought i'd give it a week so I, I i said i've done a book and then i thought it'd be here in a week and i'll start posting it out uh, and and it ended up being four or five weeks, um, during which time everyone was much much more generous than I thought they were going to be, and ordered lots and lots of books. So I could see this pile building, these orders and orders and orders coming in, which is a fantastic problem to have. But I also, at that point, I I hadn't seen a physical copy. I'd seen the proofs. I understood how it would look, <laughs> but I hadn't had one in my hands. And yeah. I knew that in the end, it arrived. It arrived on these enormous pallets outside the shop, the day before the first of the postal strikes. So the entirety of that twenty four hour period. De- Deep into the night was spent wrapping, packing, you know, op- opening the first one going, phew, it's worked. And then packing, 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 packing um, and filling up the car a few times over and turning up and freaking out the sorting office uh, <laughs> with the the volume of parcels we suddenly had to give them. Um, but it yeah, it was it, it, it didn't work. That's that's the thing, I think, really, with this stuff, isn't it? It's like, I, I think if I do it again, I hope I'll do it again. Then I'll, I'll, I'll change a few parts of the sort of technical process and, and the yeah. timings of things and give myself a bit more time. Yeah. But um, yeah, I like, I like this stuff. I like learning. I like this. This it forces you to learn something new. You know, I, had, I opened a gallery. I had to get a lot better at printing all of a sudden. I opened, you know, did a, did a book and I've had to learn a lot more than I thought. I already, yeah, I thought I knew sort of InDesign and programs like that fairly well. And I've had to go through a huge learning process and I've had lots of support from some very helpful friends who are designers and, art directs and things who've chipped in and given me some really good solid bits of advice about how to how to do a page number or you know things like that um and, and people like you know family and uh, you know my wife's been looking at it and kind of going here you know oh, maybe that's not quite right here or yes it's 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 nicer if you space it slightly to the left you know it's all these little tiny nuances that you can say this or this and they just go that whereas i can't decide those things so no it's been it was uh, the print process was was all right yeah good. yeah i think um it got there. <laughs> That's um, it. And, and and I, again, I, I'm lucky. I think. Sorry, go on. And yeah, I, as you say, you learn from every process you do it. So you go through this one, and and you pick up wee bits and pieces as how you'd maybe do it slightly differently the next time. And 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 it's all a learning process because, as you say, it's it's like even printing is a even printing your own work is a total learning process from from taking your photographs so then doing the design for books and then getting them all the images all ready for print and the, the necessary format so it all comes out looking as you expected to do yes it's a different world altogether so really yeah it's that it's that it was going back to that sense of yeah when you first start making prints yourself and they're they're not right and it's really hard to articulate why they're not right necessarily you can't yeah. there's not you don't have the the words necessarily to say you could say this is really dark but it looks fine on the screen it's that you know the alchemy yeah. that you can begin to i don't think anyone ever truly i mean there are of course people know how it works but it feels a little bit like you just start to get your head into how it kind of works and you master it to a certain extent but it's always something to surprise you but i've been you know i think i've got my head around how my particular process works for my particular prints in my particular shop i've you know i've yeah. got that sorted but but then going out to a, a print press and understanding i can understand how that press works i can understand the file formats they need and why they need them the way they need them and what the problems might or might not be with various colors and shift from yeah. rgb to tmyk it's but it does feel a bit like stepping a long way back in my kind of you know uh my knowledge you know going back to the beginning and getting that slight sense of trepidation about i think this is going to look okay yeah and actually most of them looked great and i'm very lucky that i think 
you know that technology gets better and better all the time as well as does the sort of side of things i'm used to working with but that that you know they they were you know the prints the first proofs were, were largely where i expected them to be but there's always something there's always a, there's always a thing and you go well th- these are all great this one for some reason just looks a bit hmm. and then trying to make an adjustment at my end and get it to them and then they get back to me and i'd kind of oh, i don't know and you lose yourself in that kind of you know a b yeah. thing and i think i bet i don't know for sure but i bet you speak to almost every photographer who's made a book and get them say look so go through this book with me and i think your book looks fantastic but you're going to tell me the three pictures that you don't like you know there's always something that for yeah. some reason you as a photographer know exactly how your work should feel on probably you know probably know exactly how your work should feel on paper and for some reason there's something it that's doesn't. just it's not necessarily or worse. It's just not the same. And I, you know, I, I've, I'm really pleased actually that when I first flicked through the book, I didn't. There was nothing that jumped out at me. And when we go, ah, oh, that's not right, you know. <laughs> and it was, it's all actually. I'm really, really happy with how it's, how it's, how it's worked. It's, but for me, it's a different. It's, it's a different paper stock. Obviously, it's a different feeling paper stock. It's a lot silkier and glossier than I'm used to printing on. Um, and I know that it's been through a process that I've tried to be as good as possible at, but I'm not as good at as as I am with with my own printer um so it's been yeah that was that was a pleasant surprise in the end but that was what was keeping me awake I think at nights before was just that sense of you know I'm I'm in I'm slightly in the dark here but then that's where you know Greg and the guys that ran the press were really helpful and did a really good job um and and understood I think that's partly why I would choose to, to do it with someone who's done a lot of kind of landscape books before is at least understanding a little bit about how these things are supposed to feel rather than I could, yeah. there's a, there's a very good print press in Brighton that I've done some things with before and they're great, but it, I, I don't know if they've ever done a book like this. So I didn't want yeah. to kind of just jump in and do that with them necessarily. Yeah. There's, there's definitely value in uh, working with someone who's got the experience of doing landscape photography books or photography books of some form. I, I, some form, as you say, there's just a feel to it. They can probably take a look at work as it's coming out and they, they probably just have a good idea of what papers will suit the work, et cetera, et cetera, as well. Um, but obviously you mentioned that you're a big fan of supporting other photographers with uh, with their own photo books. So I'm always very interested uh, to get a selection of uh, someone's favourite, fo- my guest's favourite photo books from their own collections. I appreciate that if I asked you on a different day, you'd probably give me five different books. Um, but it'd be great if you could maybe share four or five of your favourites, Finn, from your, from your own bookshelf. Yeah, this is great. This is like the Desert Island Discs of photo books, isn't it? Now, it is this is this exactly what you've created. Yeah, um, this is made more simple for me by <clears throat> sorry by the fact that we've just done this changing of rooms in our house. So I had to take all of my books down and put them all in boxes for weeks and weeks and weeks. And they went to a storage unit, and I've I haven't seen them for a really long time. Um, and also, a lot of them are still in boxes. So I've I've had this lovely. It's been it's been quite easy for me in the end because I've just had to go well. Yeah, at least one of these is a recent purchase. So I had yep. that one out. And these other ones are favourites from the first box I opened. So Very I good. could pick any I could pick any five from the, any of the books I've got, but I'm I'll start randomly um with Mark Powers reissued shipping forecast. Yeah. Um, which I have been after a copy of for a really long time. Um it's I've I didn't I mean I've shamefully hadn't come across Mark at all. Uh uh, until I was involved in a, a slightly different photo project back in 2014 with the archive of an older uh, photographer. And he came to visit and have a look and see what we'd found. Uh, and I'd, I'd heard he was coming and I was like, oh, I should probably know more about him. Um, and someone told me about the shipping forecast as a project. And it was it, it, it was just sounded absolutely fantastic. And I've been after a, a copy of the book for a long time, but hadn't come across one at a reasonable price from the first edition. And then I knew that he was coming out with this eventually, this new reissued, slightly expanded yeah. um, version of the book. And it's uh, I, I absolutely love this for, for lots of reasons. Um, partly, it's the obvious connection with the sea. This is a book that's all about traveling around all of the shipping forecast areas. And, and photographing within each of the shipping forecast areas um and and kind of you know it's a photographic version of, of of all these places that you hear about all the time the shipping forecast for me is on in the mornings quite often when i go out i'll be yeah. walking around a wood or walking up a hill shipping forecast there and i can see the sea sometimes when it's on it's very kind of evocative um and uh and, and similarly when i'm down on the beach early in the morning sometimes i've listened to shipping forecast and i've been able to look out when they get to white and go oh yeah there it is um but it's really interesting to see you know it's a, it's social documentary but it's it's what i admire about this is it, it's 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 just a great idea it's a great encapsulation how do i how do i go about traveling to all these places what's the thread that pulls this all together the work is quite you know it's quite diverse but it's it's 
it, it's pulled together so beautifully by this 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 idea of the shipping forecast um pulling it all into place and it's it's very different to the kind of work i do it's 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 lots of people it's black and white it's from a period of time that's you know uh before i was even thinking about taking photographs um but it still feels recognizably uh yeah, the ones in the uk feel very recognizably of the uk but it's just it feels like I don't know it's that love of the sea that I have I think it, it really kind of it, there's something every time I see pictures of kind of slightly bleak coastal landscapes and yeah. and wild seas and the people and the places that exist in these in these spaces around the edge it's it's where I've grown up it's me it's 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 what I've kind of seen a lot of the time and I, I think it's a really a really really lovely body of work um and I, and I really admire the simplicity as well of all the all the individual images in the book are captioned with the shipping forecast from six o'clock that morning yeah. um it's I love it when when you hear someone's great idea for a, a book or a project, and it's just like, oh, you know, I wish I'd done that. That's great. Um, but this is, yeah, this is this was my most recent purchase. Actually, this was something I waited for for a little while, and and I think paid for a little while ago, and then I got a, a copy, surprise copy through the post, um, not long ago. Um, and I almost, <laughs> I see him occasionally. He's a neighbour of mine. He lives a couple of hundred meters away. Um, all right. <laughs> I don't, we don't know. We, we don't know each other uh, at yep. all. I, I don't know you don't, who I was, but um, but I do happen to know what he looks like, and I I, I, I see him every now and again. <laughs> but the next time I see him, I must say that I've I've really enjoyed this. I've really enjoyed his his uh, Good Morning America series so far as well. Yes. So I've got the first three volumes of that. Yeah. Um. And I and I think that's spectacular. And that's just that's the, the scale of that is absolutely phenomenal. But um. Yeah. But for me at the moment, I think that's one of my um. Yeah. I'm really I'm really really glad to finally get hold of a copy of that. And it's beautifully made. It's a very very lovely book. Um, yeah. really nicely printed really lovely tactile cover really yeah it's a joy very nice um, so next next i'm going with i could have chosen any of neil mcdarmid's breakfast yeah. um yeah. i think neil i think i'm going to say neil's the greatest living photographer in the uk right now um i think he's fantastic i think he's absolutely you know phenomenal at what he does um I, I really, really like his work. He's one of those people that whenever I see a picture of Neil's, I love it. I think, and, and I and I feel like it's it, almost every single time I can tell that it's one of his pictures without knowing, yeah. without having to look at who, who's taken that picture. And I really, really, really admire that when you just begin to know someone's aesthetic and the way someone sees the world. His use of colour in photography is just phenomenal. Um, yeah. And I particularly, I feel like I have some enjoyment of his work because a lot of the stuff I think I came across uh when I first started sort of seeing his work a lot of it was um it was bits around south southwest London um which is where he lives and where I lived for yes. a short time and I really recognize something of that um I, but I've got as many of his books as I've been able to find um and and enjoy all of them uh but there was something about breakfast that I liked I think I got this during covid years uh, I think that's when it, it came out I can't remember if it was 29 maybe it was just before oh, no I think it was 21 you might have a date in here. Hold on. No, yeah, 20, like a date 20, in that 21, one. 2021. 2021. Yeah. yeah, 21. Yeah, that's what I thought. So it's, I think it goes back. The work is earlier than that. Um, but it's just a, it's a book full of photographs of, of his breakfast table at home. And it's yeah. I love the, the simplicity of that idea. And what I really enjoy about this is this sense of how can you see the same thing over and over and over again and see something different every time? It's incredibly familiar. And it's the same thing and we all do it but he, each one of the pictures is 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 different you know it's obviously the same photographer it's obviously kind of a similar similar place um but i i really like the idea of that as a as a body of work um it might be a bit simple or abstract for some people perhaps but there's so much familiarity in it this looks like a bit like my breakfast table you know and i think there was something in something that grabbed me during the lockdown that I liked about it because it was something we were all a bit stuck with too at that point we were all at home this felt very intimate very familiar yeah. we're all sitting in this room in the mornings looking at this breakfast table and how do you take your day forward from there what are you going to do you know this is the beginning of it okay we're all together sitting here eating our breakfast and is it going to be a good day or a bad day and it just feels I don't know there's something hopeful about it it's it's hard to put my finger on this one I just I keep coming back to it um because I could have picked like I say any of his other books yeah, I've and got, I enjoy I've them got, all. I've got um, a couple of his books, and yeah, I, I, I yeah. Just, they're wonderful, really, and really just, nicely, yeah, really nicely produced, really nicely printed, yeah. lovely size. I love the bold colours that he goes for his covers as well, and his use of yeah. colours in his work. Yes, it's someone who 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 works really well, you know, to to, to books, doesn't he? You kind yeah. of it's, it, projects come together, and I'll yeah. happily buy 
anything he does um and i and I, I i bought myself a little print of his just before christmas which was which is a nice thing to do i've been meaning to do that for a while but um yeah and he's a he's a lovely he's a really 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 nice guy as well yeah, so he's really he's, annoyingly he's, talented he's, and lovely he's scottish so he's always going to be a nice guy of course yes yeah well yeah yeah but he's even nicer than the other scottish people so you know <laughs> yourself accepted of course okay so um this is another favorite this is uh paul graham's the great north road yep um which I I adore. Um for lots of reasons. This it's just this is a book that makes me feel quite old. Um because it's a it's a body of work that was made in the 80s, which is my childhood. And it and it looks like something from a completely different era. I, I show this to my kids and they're like, wow, look, history. Like, no, this is this is the late 20th century. This is yeah. this is the time of, you know et and star wars um but it's it's also it's it's ended up with an echo for me because i um i although i grew up you know very i'm about southern as it gets without being french you know but um i've always felt a real pull to the north we lots of holidays in the north as a kid yeah. uh, i ended up going up to university in, in durham um uh, and we we still holiday up there quite often so we, we this is this is a road that's that's fairly familiar to me and it's a part of the world that's quite familiar and i've, I've although it doesn't look the same now it's um it's there's there's something of the essence of the place that's still in there when you when you travel up that way um and it's it yeah it's a, it's it's an incredible book and it's it's the again the boldness of color maybe there's a sort of echo of neil mcdermott in here somehow i think um the, the color is really vibrant and surprising and and interesting to look at um it feels very much of its time but it's not uh it's not black and white it's not it's it's interesting it feels a bit like a, a slightly different window on that particular period of time um, and it's a, it's a really lovely body of work. It's a really it, it hangs together really well. It's very varied images throughout, but I, I really really enjoy it. And it feels like you're on a journey, which I like. And again, it's that perhaps there's something in all of these books I've chosen. Actually, it's it's a simple idea for a project. It's a body of work with a really simple thread that runs through it that brings together quite a diverse body of work. And I really admire that. Um, and it's a lovely book too. It's a really nicely produced, really nice size, good price. You know, it's it's yeah. a great photo book. I really really like that. Um, and uh, yeah it's i think also a reminder that if you th these pictures would have looked a lot more perhaps a little bit it's not not mundane is the wrong word but they would have looked a lot more normal at the time it's yes. it's normality that he's photographed and then fast forward 40 years and you know this is it'll be the 40th anniversary i think of this this year so it's yes, it it's, is, it's, yeah. it's, it's a long time and it's yeah, yeah so it's it's a it's an amazing um it's an amazing collection that's, that's kind of also got this historical so it's a historical document now almost you know of uh of something and it's it's a reminder that it, photographing the world around you now will appear very different the, the world you photograph now will appear very different to people in in 40 50 years time um Absolutely. so so you know a reminder not to be put off photographing those bits and bobs that you find yep which is the most brilliant segue to fragments in sergeants yep um i yeah i had to look really closely for this one it's very small uh it's lovely it was not a not that that's a bad thing but it was um it the, the, the spine isn't one that stands out it's uh no. it's very, very subtle. um but this is uh, i i've i haven't you know i've got so much of i've got ian's um out of the ordinary books i absolutely love all the zines i love i love what he does i really 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 like the way he looks at the world i really admire it um and this was a real joy to realize that he was putting this this together and that he was going to put a collection of work that was you know all these all these little momentary little observations um I, I i've he's someone who looks at the world in a way that i really enjoy i think he's he's it's this is a this is a really really lovely collection of pictures that i know for a fact if i were to talk to some people that i meet in the gallery they'd say oh, it's just nothing it's just what is it i don't yeah. understand but it's 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 glorious um and it's it's not my part of the world but it also feels very familiar you see yeah. once you start tuning into these little elements in your in your day yeah. you start seeing them all over the place um but then having said that the talent i think that he's got is is pulling this together into this really kind of cohesive lovely collection of work um that, that really hangs together and seeing these little little threads that run through you know little yeah. shapes patterns i i think it's um i think this is a really 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 nice book and i've come back to this a few times this is one that i pick up quite regularly yeah. and look through or have images in my head occasionally when I see little bits and bobs around me in the world. And I think, oh, there's a kind of, you know, it's one of those, as much as I say some Neil, Neil McDermott, I would say I can sort of recognise his work. 
Ian's probably another one of those, or I see little Ian moments around me all the time. And I really enjoy that. And I love that he, he points them out so beautifully. I think it's, a, I think that's a, a, a joyous book and I, I yeah. hope he continues doing this for a very long time. Well, so, um, so I try and buy yeah. everything he does. So, so do I. And the fact that it's volume one is really good because it would suggest mm. that there's going to be at least a volume two and probably a yeah. volume three. But yeah, it's, it's the same with his out of his out of the ordinary. It's wonderful because no matter where the images are shot, you can still feel a connection with them to wherever mm. you are based because there's always yeah. similar scenes that you just walk past. And he walks past the ordinary, but happens to stop and photograph them. And yeah, as you say, exactly. it's, yeah. it's his ability to bring them together in such a in such a great wee sequence. But also, what he does with another place press, I think, is yeah, phenomenal stuff. I oh, it's know. phenomenal! It's phenomenal! I'm full of admiration for him. I think it's absolutely absolutely brilliant what he does. And he's he's yeah. introduced me to so many interesting people. Um, and it's such a privilege to have all the little um all the little zines on the you know um on the on the shelf as well, and kind of getting little packets of those every now and again in the post often a few weeks after i've sort of forgotten that i've ordered them as well you know it's seems like such a great value product um yeah. that he makes that it's like well okay I'll, of course i'll have that and then it arrives and it's it's always a joy but yeah. um yeah he's he's fantastic um so i'm just gonna i'm gonna go on to the next one which is a completely different scale this is mother river yan wang preston's mother river oh yeah um which i love uh but it's 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 another book with a with a thread running through it, but this is on a scale that I can't comprehend at all. I'm completely blown away by this body of work because I can't imagine the the scale of this. This is photographs taken all the way down the Yangtze River uh, from from source to sea, uh, spaced out at hundred. I think it's hundred kilometer intervals. Each picture's yeah. taken hundred kilometers further down the river, but that's quite random. It's not that these locations chosen to be particularly picturesque. It was each each location was as i understand it was gone to and discovered for the first time as she arrived to take the pictures yeah. uh and i i i think growing up in the uk i mean it's the same if you talk to people from much bigger countries our sense of scale is very very different and the photographs i take i take some of them I mean, some of the pictures in the book i can see them out of the window just there you know they're very <laughs> close to home um and i and i so i work on a very different scale and i you know although i feel like i've got this thread that pulls my work together this is something that covers thousands of kilometers uh, in a country that still uh, feels very foreign you know it's a very it's a very different place um so to see it photographed like this is fascinating in the first place the variety down the river is incredible uh the people the colors that everything about it's different um but also just the, the the scale of the landscape i remember reading as a kid i think i read a, a thing in national geographic or something about the three gorges down and uh, i remember that kind of just not quite being able to comprehend the, the size of something like that and this isn't this isn't about that specifically at all but it's that's i have that same sense of i can't comprehend of a land a kind of landscape this vast where you can travel this far and sort of still be in the same place um, <laughs> and still be in these kind of empty quite empty places and quite bleak places um but it's again it's it's a thread that runs through i love books that have a simple idea yeah. even if the this the execution of this sounds pretty full-on but it's that sense of you know flow literally down the river um, but i also i quite admire in this book that that pictures that didn't work were included so yeah. there are there are some there are pictures that they couldn't get to the empty pages where the location couldn't be reached yeah. and then there are a couple of where the film went wrong in the camera but it's still in there so it's a really kind of uh it feels quite authentic i suppose doesn't it it feels like this is a real adventure this was the the adventure was the thing and you know this this yeah, journey was 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 a real part of it it's not about it's, seeking perfection yeah. it's about reflecting what they found yeah it's very honest it's a very honest representation because as you say mm -hmm. there's there's not there's the blank images where they couldn't get to the river at the whatever kilometer point it was and when something's maybe not gone quite right they've not sought to perfected they've sought to they've sought or she's she sought to sought to so, show what she actually what they actually took so yeah it's it's one i've heard about mm. i don't have it but i've 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 heard several people mention it's it. glorious yeah it's a, it's a, it's a very um as a book as well it's lovely it's a really good size it's, yeah. it's a it's a hefty book but it, it justifies it really well and the, the paper's very nice I, re I really like it it's um yeah it was it, I, i'd hope to hear she was supposed to speak at the um on landscape conference that was ended up being oh, coveted out of existence yeah. i was really looking forward to, to hearing more about it but unfortunately i haven't had the chance but i hope i hope there's um a, a chance to, to sort of hear us speak about it maybe one yeah. day or something like that i think that's a really it's a really good book with a, a really just an incredible yeah. project i think that's just the the scale of that, the ambition of that i think is absolutely lovely yeah. um totally. something to aspire to perhaps you know indeed 
Um, I don't. I mean, I, I can I can keep pulling books out of a pile. No, no, like. no, can, no. We're, but we're, uh, that's that's a good number. Yeah, that's it. That that's your five. Otherwise, we'll be here all night. In about three hours' time, you'll still be you'll be still be reeling off books, and it'll cost me a lot of money. <laughs> uh, so we'll we'll call it quits at that point. But a fantastic selection and some yeah some really really good names there that for anyone who's not uh, checked some of them out, go and take a look because yeah, really worthy additions to anyone's bookshelf. Um, much like field workers as well. If you've not bought a copy, buy oh, it. Thank you. Um, there will be. Um, yeah. So I was going to say the will. Uh, the, the plan. I should probably say this so I yeah. do it. I think when you've got an ambition, you should say uh, at least you commit it. So I think yeah, there's field, the field work obviously is out at the moment, but it's uh, as I said to you just before we started. Actually, there's going to be hopefully two more in the series. There'll be woodwork uh, sometime, maybe towards the end of next year. I can say next year now, if I mean 2024. Um, <laughs> uh, and then waterwork will come as well, I think. There's fieldwork, waterwork and woodwork feel like the three strands of work that yeah. I'm doing all the time. So I'm hoping it won't be the, it'll be the first of first of three, but we'll see how it goes. Um, the reaction to this one's been lovely, but it's um, the wood, the wood one will be the focus this year. I think that's sort of yeah. into the, into the woods again and uh, trying to pull together that ridiculous collection of things. Uh, so it feels slightly more chaotic that lot. So we'll see where I get to with it. But no, well, I'm, I must say I look forward to both. And if I've got to wait a couple of years for water work, then, uh, then, then so be it. But I'm sure it'll be, I'm sure it'll be well worth the wait for um, just as field work was to see it uh, in a nice big format. So on that note, it just leaves me to say thank you very much for your time this evening. It's been a, a real pleasure chatting to you about your work and your book. Um, and yeah, cheers. Thanks very much, Finn. Thanks, Ian. Pleasure. Cheers.